gonna be the opening clip. <laughs> and we're already recording, guys. And we're already recording, guys. <laughs> okay, wow. Welcome back to Ooh. the. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that just gonna say that? Welcome back to It Is That Deep, though. My name is Yesenia. My name is Annalie. And I'm Jesus. <laughs> Everybody, welcome, Mr. Bobby, a.k.a. That's Whoa, a.k.a. Mr. Bobby, a.k.a. A.k.a. Valeria's brother. No! Oh, you know, I came here because I heard that Valeria is now the third honorary She's, yeah, host. honorary co-host. So. <laughs> That's going to be hard to push her off, honestly. She, I don't know, because her episode was really good. So it was know. amazing. It was, it was really Everybody good. that's listened to it has, like, loved it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know. It was, even Dude. listening back to it, it was so good. So good. I received so much. Yeah. You guys, this episode is going to be a little different. I know Ooh. you see us having this beautiful, wonderful book with us. And <laughs> we kind of referenced it in the podcast with um, oh, yeah. Jess, Jess for the worship one. But we Spoiler. didn't say much. Spoiler. Um, but this book is called Holier Than Thou. And it's from Jackie Hill Perry. And you guys, like, run. Literally run. Buy it on Amazon. Get the Audible, whatever it is. It's only $11. It's so good. Wow. Like, I know. I mean, there's so much. <laughs> like, I wish you guys could see my book on how much I have highlighted. Um, but it has been such a blessing to me, and I know that it's been a blessing to y'all. I first kind of wanted to ask, what was y'all's favorite chapter? Um, because there's so much wisdom in this book that it, I literally have everything highlighted. I'm a highlighter, you guys. I highlight, like, pretty much I know I've highlighted, like, some of these pages to its entirety. <laughs> right. Guilty. We need My new highlighters. highlighters. They ran out of yes. We were using it with, like, the first chapter. Literally. Once I got to chapter five, it was like, yeah, no, I'm not highlighting. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'll bring out my pink one. And then the pink one was starting to dry. I said, Lord, I'm going to need new ones. It's time. Um, no, but, yeah, which one was y'all's favorite um, chapter? Do I go first? Yeah, okay. I'm going to let the so, guests go first. Okay, I was telling Annalie because we, as we were reading and we were talking about it, or a little bit, and she was like, oh, my God, chapter two was so good. I'm sorry. I think I'm doing a spoiler who's uh, her favorite <laughs> I chapter. Know. I don't know what you're talking but about. But <laughs> as I was reading the book, and before we get to what the book is about, I was like, I'm waiting to that point where we get to apply the knowledge that she's giving us to our lives. Yes. So I, I think that came all the way till the end on chapter six and seven. So I think chapter six was my favorite. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, we're I on love the same page. Chapter, chapter two. two. <laughs> I really mean, chapter it. two is, is really good. All the book is great. But yeah. I think chapter six was my favorite. And yeah. I guess we'll get to talk about it. Yeah. So I'm going to bring out. On chapter two, oh my god, like literally, Bro, let's, guys, honestly, let's <laughs> start I could with the do intro. a zoom in. We have like, everything yeah, let's highlighted. Go the intro, the intro, the intro. This book is so good that it has you hooked on the intro, you guys. I'm not gonna lie, not all books have me hooked on the intro. Sometimes I skip the intro, <laughs> but I, I'm so serious. Jackie literally hooked me. I was crying in the intro. <laughs> I was like, bro. I texted you and I said, girl, I don't want to drop this book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's how you know. <laughs> and that's how you know she's a good writer because that's the that's how you get a reader to read through the whole book. If you have right. a good introduction. Oh, yeah. They're going to read everything. The way God uses Jackie and uses her words, it's beyond me i know it's god speaking through yeah me. oh yeah like and everything is scriptural based it's yeah. not based on her emotion it's like literally led by 
mm-hmm. by God. Yeah, Completely. you could see though, um, even from her her talks with uh, the Glory Conference, like we went, me, her, Annie East, my grandma, and uh, Maria, and just the way that she speaks so eloquently about La Palabra and how she goes in and out of basically giving a sermon but going back to scripture, which I think is something that we lack in church today. I want to say that Um, because she said something. They have a podcast that's called The Perrys, and they were saying that the church episode, you you know which one I'm talking about? No. (laughs) Watch it after. But basically, they're talking about, she said, how to basically pick a church. Mm. And she was saying, if they're only 20% in the word, Mm. and then the rest is motivational speaking, I said, ooh. I said, ooh. And the way that I've started listening now for that and i'm like wow like it really is sometimes just motivational speaking stories but it needs to be like a big chunk of it needs to be scripture and you can see that in the way that she writes in the way that she speaks Mm -hmm. and that's why i think we're just so hooked because it's she's so it's so connected with how god wanted us to interpret his word and i think she stays true to that yes and she paints such a perfect picture yeah the way she writes i i literally imagine every single thing the way she has written this book mm-hmm. yeah it's and the audible is even better because you get to hear her speaking I know, oh, right? yes. <laughs> dude the audible like the way she like you could hear her her um emotions the yeah. the way her voice goes up and the way it goes down and the way like she um, to emphasize one word and yes. like to really I'm gonna have it. to buy it oh you have to yes it's audible you get a free so trial good. month and then do the one credit for it okay <laughs> <laughs> sounds yes, good it's so good um well anyways I'm gonna start with one of the parts that I highlighted because is it the intro or chapter two this is the intro okay part of the intro where she's talking about Cain and Abel oh okay. Um, where she said, the same impulse that lifted Cain's hand and necessitated the crying voice of his own brother's blood is within every person alive. Mm. Oof. <laughs> and then she goes on to say, this, I believe, is the root of every reason we don't trust people. So yeah. Oof. Because even like, if we put our own trust in people, like we know God is never changing. We know God is omnipotent. He is the holy, holy. He mm-hmm. is the one, the way, the truth, the life. But we can't depend on others. We can't, de- sometimes we can't, e- even though family, blood, we can't sometimes depend on them. You know, yeah. like we can only truly depend on the one person that never changes, and that's God. Yeah. And um, she goes, as if when his instructions cost you an arm, leg, or life, <gasps> then he must be lying. Question. Hmm. Question. Then he must be lying. What, what I am trying to get at is this. Somewhere lurking at the bottom of our unbelief is the thought that God isn't holy. Mm-hmm. One goal of this work you're holding is to prove that if, right, quote, unquote, quote if, unquote, doesn't belong in front of God is holy since he is. Mm-hmm. And and as we continue to go on, it just continues to go deeper and deeper on on how holy God is. I mean, I, I highlighted so much. I could keep going, guys. Yeah. Like even where it says at the bottom, without faith, it's impossible to please God. 
and she references Hebrew 11.6. So then faith must always be a part of the discussion of where we're, we're where we are to interact with him. Without it, we are demandable. With it, we move mountains. Without it, we are unstable. We are an unstable sea, having two minds in one body. Mm. With it, we are a home built on a rock. When the winds come to throw their weight against the, fr- the frame, it, or should I say we, will not break. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why of all the things the separate the serpent sorry the serpent could f- could come for is it is our faith he attacks most yep. oof yeah yes. that was like oof. yes what do you think about that when he said when she said that so i think the whole point of the book is about holy and god being holy mm. so that's the whole of the message of this book and that's why she's presenting it hey God is holy, and that's why you need to understand. Because mm-hmm. if you don't believe that he's holy, then your sin comes from the place mm-hmm. of your unbelief or of your lack of understanding who God really is. Mm-hmm. And I like later this next page, in the fifth page, it says, the soil from which all sin grows is unbelief. Oof. 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 So I think when we fail to understand and believe who God really is, that's where our seeing stars, that's where we tend to Mm -hmm. go in different ways that are not the ways that God intended us to go or created us to go to. Yeah. Mm Because if we don't understand who created us, then we don't understand the meaning of why we are here and what is our purpose here. It's just like we were talking about in the worship episode. Yeah. We're filming three guys. (laughs) 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 Um, It's just like in the worship episode, it's about perspective, right? If I don't understand Mm -hmm. who God truly is, is. then my understanding of God is going to be limited to my experience with life and the way that I view life, my perspective. Yeah. And so I'm not going to have it's going to be an unbelief there because I'm limiting God yep. based off of what I expect from people. Yeah. It's almost saying like, God, like I'm not going to let you reveal yourself to me. I'm going to try to understand who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, we all try to like, even, you know, I'm sure people who don't believe in a God, like they're trying to grasp this idea of an eternal being in the sky. And it's like, you are trying to grasp who he is by what you have seen. Mm -hmm. But the whole point is that this word is revelation. Mm. Like God reveals ourselves to him. What we said in the worship episode, God, this is a story about you. Reveal yourself to me. Mm. I'm not here to say, who am I in the grand scheme of things? But who are you in the Oof. in all of this? Yes, yes. On on page four, it also says faith isn't optional in this mm. case. We must trust God like our life depends on it because it does. Mm. And it literally does. He gave us breath. I've said this already like today yeah. so many times that it's just so true. He gave us breath. He created us. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to depend on us on anything. And that's what she ends up going on to say in this yep. in this book. God is is so independent Mm. he created everything we depend so much on him so much on each other so much on money so much on these other things yeah god needs none of that nothing from us nothing nothing so why do we have such little faith Mm. so good i I wonder too because it's like sometimes that perspective that it's like well god needs nothing from me it's like okay well he needs nothing from me like what's the point but that's (laughs) 
that's what I love about God, because he doesn't need anything from us, but still he created us. Yeah. And there's a reason why we were created, not because... In, and by saying that there's a reason, it's not that God needed us, and that's what she's pointing in the book. Yeah. But yes. He wanted to share of Himself with someone else. Yeah. So that's that's how beautiful God is. That He doesn't need us to be here. Yeah. He didn't need the earth of the humans at all. Mm -hmm. But still, He created us, so we now have the opportunity to come to Him and explore His holiness and. Yes, just I, oh, getting to know who he yes, really is. Yes. I can't even remember what chapter it was, oh. um, but I'm sure I'll find it as, as we continue to talk about it. But where she says, um, I think she's referencing, I think it was chapter four or five, but we'll, I'll, I'll find it as we continue. But where she's literally saying um, that he doesn't need us to worship him. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't need us to... Like he doesn't need our praise, yeah. But he delights in in, in, it. in mm -hmm. it. He delights in seeing us. He he doesn't need to be a part of his creation to be here, mm. but he delights in it. He loves seeing his creation. He loves seeing us together. He, you know what I mean? It's it's almost like, <coughs> excuse me. When you create something, you're so proud of it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, I can't believe I did this, Yesenia. You editing the video for the first <laughs> time. Bro, with the like, little thing, I'm like, magical. It's <laughs> <laughs> but you are so proud of, of, of being able to do, do that. It, yeah. And so grateful to God. And it's just, that's how he views us. Like, yeah. wow, that's children, good. this is so beautiful. Look at, look at my creation. Even yeah. though they stumble, even though they fall, even though some don't believe in me. Mm. I don't need them to believe in me to prove who I am. Mm. I am the I am. Mm -hmm. I, I am mm. the reason why they are here. This I created mm. and I get to and I get to see it. Mm. And it's even beautiful for him to even get to see how we grow in our relationship with him and understanding who he is. And I'm sure he even gets more like if he was already so happy about what he created. Imagine how he feels like. Yeah, when we believe. Yep. And when we accept that. Right. Um, there's a story that she references here in the Bible where. Um, there's a guy that calls on to Jesus as a good teacher. Oh, that's mm. good. Yeah. That was and the hook of the book. That was the <laughs> that, was that was the first. Here you go. And so oh, you know go on. Go, go, go. <laughs> go, go, go. Well, for me it was before that. It was the part where she said and I have it highlighted. It says, um, right after the uh, I was going to say verse <laughs> right after the sentence you said um, the soil from which all sin grows is unbelief. We sin because it is our nature to do so, but it's not as if we always sin unintentionally hmm. like depraved uh, robots without the ability to behave according to reason. We are thoughtful in our rebellion with our rebellion. There's a level of reasoning within us when we decide which golden calf will love Oof. on any Oof. given day. With that said, the foundation of our idolatry, the sin begetting all others, is a specific belief about God. Oof. And after reading the whole book, this sentence makes it's so, so much more sense. sense. <laughs> it's like, it's yes. Circle. I'm like, wow, now I'm going to have to like reread the entire <laughs> book again. Yeah. There's so much here. So good. But about the story with, with the guy calling Jesus a good teacher, he called him a good teacher just because he was saying good teacher. He didn't believe that good as in God, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so she goes on to say how 
his perspective of God and what he believed was was how he was expressing it. Mm-hmm. Oof, you know, and and it and then she says, hold on. I suspect that many of the methods and messages related to holiness may actually be encouraging the opposite, leading to an earth-grown moral morality rather than a heaven-sent righteousness. Mm. Like, we have this mindset of what's here, what's 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 here. We don't Growing have a more in morality than, mm. yes, heaven set than a heaven-sent righteousness. We don't have a mindset of, like heaven we live more here and so the man wasn't coming to him like acknowledging who he was or who he is yeah he was he was defining good by his standards it's exactly wow that's good by a good morality because it brings up the question or what most people's argument is about heaven and hell or the belief in a god Mm -hmm. of well i'm a good person Mm -hmm. i have a good heart Mm. right and it's like by which means are you saying good yeah yes and that's and mm -hmm. it's not about a good morality it's about a heaven set righteousness that you don't understand that our best are like filthy rags before god like it's like yes he delights in our praise and he delights in our sacrifice but good our best no se compara a la grandeza or la santidad de dios yes the holiness yes and it kind of, that kind of reminds me of this video <laughs> I saw on TikTok where um, they said, you know, a lot of people don't like it when you say, oh, just because I do good things, I'm not going to go into heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. But you're choosing not to believe in God. So why yeah. would God give you eternity with him if you don't want a relationship with him? Yep. If you don't want him, then why is he going to give you something you don't want? Heaven is not just a place that's just for like happiness and you know all this and like right. it's a place to worship God mm-hmm. for him. eternity. So why is he going to give you that one thing you do not want? Ooh. He's not going to force himself on you Mm-mm. for eternity. For eternity. For eternity. And it's like people don't it's again, yeah, morality driven. Driven. It's not driven based on heaven sent. Yeah, you know? heaven sent. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. I love hearing the good teacher house. Then Jackie goes on to explain what's good and that God is good. Yes. And then she starts saying, okay, so the only way that we can see the glory of God or understand better who God is is through Jesus. Because mm-hmm. he is God too. In so he reflects yes. who God is. So when he goes in and tells Jesus, oh, good teacher. He's like, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Oh. Right. He was he was testing. Yeah. Like. But if you read that verse, it, that was that happened to me when I first read it. It was like it, it sounds like God, it, like Jesus is trying to say, I'm not God. Yeah. Because he's saying, why are you calling me good if the only good one is God? And as I was reading that verse, I was like, hmm, is he trying to separate himself from God? But he's God and because mm-hmm. he's part of the Trinity. See, I read it like. I want to see if you know who I am. So I'm going to oh. ask you this. Like, what? Like, yeah. I want to see why you call me good. Yeah. yeah. Are you calling me good just because? Yeah, because at the end of the, the day, th- if you're calling me good and God is good, then I am I'm God, God. Yes. which was the whole issue yes. of 
Jesus being there, like everyone is like, who are you? Yeah. So yeah. if you're calling me good, it's because you know that I'm God. Because the only good one is it's God. God. Yes. Oh, that's good. So good. That oh, that reminds me. Ah, I'm like, dang it. Go ahead. <laughs> we don't have to go like fully in order. In order. But um, going into chapter one, she brings up what I brought up. What page? Uh, give me one second. Just oh, it. right here. Uh, page fourteen. Israel saw with their eyes what we've come to know by faith, that God is holy. Mm. Um, and then she uh, references a book here that's from Stephen Charnock, which is discourses upon the existence and attributes of God. And it says, God is good as he is God and therefore good by himself and from himself, not mm. by participation from another. It is his very nature to be righteous as in right as in conforming to a set standard of morality, the standard being himself. I said, ooh, the standard being himself. And I'm like, we think, um, like we have, again, it's going back to this idea of that what we think is good mm -hmm. and then placing that on God. And then it goes back to our experiences factoring into how we perceive God. And I think Jackie later on, I don't know if it's three or four at this point, but she talks about how, you know, our relationship with a father, our relationship with like a friend or whatever, it, cause, it causes this distrust in people mm -hmm. and certain relationships mm -hmm. that we're supposed to be a certain way, mm -hmm. but we're not. And then we place that on god yes we go why are you this why are you this and god's like yes that was them that was not me <laughs> well you saying that <clears throat> like based on this part where she says holiness is not an aspect of god holy is who he is through and through mm -hmm. his attributes are never at odds with one another mm. nor do they switch places depending on god's mood oh mm. they are him god is his attributes that means all that is in god simply is god mm. like he's it just goes again it doesn't matter if god's like angry or whatever he's still true and true like yeah. he doesn't change the way he loves us he doesn't change the way he he views his creation he already knows when we're gonna fail when we're gonna do all this but he, he doesn't let his, I would say, disappointment in us mm -hmm. change who he is. Mm -hmm. He still loves the way he loves. He still gives mercy. He mm -hmm. still gives grace. Like he's unchanging yes, despite us un being ever changing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. God's that. like, yeah, you said you loved me yesterday, but let's see again. No, just kidding. <laughs> There's a part. Um, let's see. Oh, okay, right here. So he's talking about, and I brought this up in the worship one, The it's Isaiah, the holy, 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 where the seraphim are, are and then Isaiah falls, and he's like, Lord, I'm sorry, like, I'm a man of unclean yeah. lips. Like, he falls into in confession. And it says, a depth of self-awareness accompanied with real-life fear. Mm -hmm. Both men understood themselves differently at the sight of God, as if by proximity, their hearts and their nature were laid bare and exposed to the light. Mm. His very being stood in moral contrast to theirs, to the point that they had no inward justification to quench the truth about themselves. Being near the one who is light and who has no darkness within himself illuminated their consciences to understand mm. something very simple, that God was holy and they were not. Holiness makes honesty an obligation. <laughs> I highlighted that same point. Yeah, and also because 
uh, Jackie at that point is talking about two people. Isaiah, but mm -hmm. she's also talking about Peter. Yes. Whenever God first called, Jesus first called Peter, he was trying to fish all night. Yes. And he couldn't even get one fish at all. Yep. But when he met Jesus, that was when Jesus said, okay, so throw the... Yeah, throw the net the again. <laughs> and in that moment, when he saw all the fishes that was about to hundir su barca, yeah. then that was when he, instead of praising God, yes. instead of, oh, this is God, nice to meet you, and Peter, he started saying, I'm not worthy of being in front yes. of the yes. prize. I'm not worthy of being <laughs> yes. in front of the one that we've been waiting for all this time. Yes. Wow. So that's what she said that. And somewhere I have it. I don't remember the page. I have my notes too. Oh, my I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, Jesus, you don't feel bad about speaking most of the time. Yeah. We're here to listen. Okay, yeah. so listen. <laughs> I'll just talk for the rest of the podcast. This is now my podcast. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, I love that she's saying that the first response of us as human beings being um, being confronted by God or really knowing God for the first time is not praise. Mm. It's not worship. It's not, it's mm -hmm. not that kind of what we would expect. Mm -hmm. It's confrontation. Yes. Because oof. Oof. When, <laughs> That's when, when so we preach. Have, when yes. we see the glory of God, our sins are made like they come to light. Yep. The light is coming to us. Yep. Yeah. We are being made new. Yep. So your sins are being exposed. Mm. So when you see how holy God is, you mm. realize how unholy we are. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that's why instead Come of on. praise, there is this need to ask for forgiveness. Yes. Like, God, I don't deserve to right. serve you. I don't deserve to worthy. know you. I'm not worthy <laughs> of you. But thank you for, yeah. for uh, <laughs> revealing yourself to me. Yeah. So that's just crazy the way she said I was like, yeah, that's right. Because whenever we, we have an experience with God, and you know that there's something inside of you that is not okay. Mm -hmm. You know that whenever you face God, that's the thing that's going to be Yeah, that's going to be you. confronted. Yeah. yeah. Highlighted on Ooh, you. Oh, yes. that's good. That is so <laughs> good. I love chapter two. It's my favorite chapter. Um, I want to add on to what you said because this literally goes with what you said where she says on page 36, we lust after ultimate authority plant our flag in shallow soil mm -hmm. and claim ourselves mm -hmm. and others as our property. It's not until the law is put before us that in its mirror, we see that we haven't become like God at all. Mm. <laughs> we have only imagined, we have only imaged Satan. Mm. This is because the law is holy and the commandment is holy and righteous and mm -hmm. good. Ooh, I was like. And then she goes on to say at the bottom um, where she references Mark 10, 18, where she says, no one is good but God. As in, and then she says herself, as in no one is holy mm -hmm. but God. Because it says good, but right. God is good and he is holy. holy. So no one is holy but God. Which it goes with what you're saying. Once we realize we are not holy, like that part where she says that... Um, when uh, it's not until the law is put before us that in in its mirror we see that we haven't become like God at all mm. mm -hmm. where we realize yeah 
I am not that great. Yeah, I don't I have it all together. Am I, I a reflection of my experiences or God? Exactly. Oof. Yeah. And that's, I, w- I was reading the book of Romans before, so I reading this book, and it talks about a lot about the law mm. and if it applies now to us or not. And Paul was saying the law is still good because the law is what show us. I love that part. Yes. How bad we are. Yes. Because, yes, we have something inside of us that tells us what is right or wrong or nuestra conciencia. But also God brought the law so the Israelites could see what, how they were supposed to mm-hmm. be and how he, the things that they were uh, supposed to avoid. But instead of using it that way, they just started ignoring the law at all. Mm-hmm. So whenever Jesus came, he was to die for us because he, he came to accomplish the law. Mm-hmm. He came to be that perfect one that accomplished the law yes. for us because we will never be able to mm-hmm. do so. So. Yes. Oh. Even how in the book she she refers it as like you know how people would bring burnt offerings, yeah. mm-hmm. you know the the pure animals that you know, and so that that's Jesus. He's the pure one, the one yep. who's never sinned. No one. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, wow. On on page fifty six. You guys, I literally. Oh wait, let's go back to fifty first. Okay, okay, let's go to. 50. <laughs> I was like, let's go back to fifty because I like fifty two. I like fifty. Okay, as well. so I basically highlighted this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sit with me a little bit, but it's very good. It says, "Not many people would dare call God a liar out loud, yep. lest Ooh. they be guilty of blasphemy and kept from forgiveness." What the mouth doesn't say, though. The heart still reveals. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Um, How we live is the evidence of what we believe about God. Mm -hmm. So again, I believe in God. You know, I pray, I this. And it's like how we live is is the evidence of what I believe about God. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And it goes, if Lord we serve, if creator we're humble, if savior we trust. All of the above wasn't discerned without help. It was communicated through the world and the word. The problem with our nature is that it corrupts our minds, inflates our egos, meddles with our vision, and darkens our understanding so that when God decides to tell us anything, we determine its integrity by Mm. how we feel over who God has revealed himself to be. That is not to say all unbelief is emotional, but it is to say that our decision-making in regards to what we believe about God is never isolated from our affections. I'm going to keep going, guys, because it's good. Keep going, because that's, that's what I highlighted. Okay, okay. Before we are unchained from sins as slaves and lovers of it, truth is resisted because it demands something from us. Oof. Oh, it tells Oof. the heart what the heart refuses to acknowledge. That is that it is not as happy as the smile it manufactures Oof. or as full as it claims to be. It is a scary thing to hear the truth and actually believe it as that. If through the power of another's resurrection, we actually decide to finally agree with God that he is, cre- he is the creator of everything and therefore has claim on everything, including the heart, mind, and body, then we are obligated to give God what he rightly deserves. Oof. Our, Our entire self. self. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so That's good. part is so good because it's so truth. 
So the whole book, she's confronting you. Yeah. Yeah. With truth. She's yeah. like, here you go. And she's like, and here's where you can find it in the Bible. Yeah. And right. this is where you saw it in this story. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, I'm coming with you with hard, cold facts. Yeah. It's so <laughs> true. Because I think when we start this relationship with God, we start experimenting change. Yes. But we don't like change. Ooh. We like to sing in our comfort song. We don't yes. like to go out of that comfort zone. We don't song. like to be yeah. confronted. So when we start being yes. confronted, God is, is going to start to push you Oof. Yep. to where he wants you Oof. to be. That's, that's, that's good. And if that's the thing that we... We want to ignore that. Mm, Sometimes yeah. we are in our, we are we supposedly having a relationship with God, but we are completely ignoring what yes. He wants us to do. Yes, because we also want to satisfy our our flesh and yeah. certain ways we want to live and yeah. and how we want to do things and how we want to think and how we try to justify everything that we say and do when we know. Yeah, yeah, and, and we think feel about that it. we know better than God. Yes. Oh yeah, and think about like it. we go to like I didn't desires. create myself. <laughs> right, we go to desires, right, and like oh how we live or whatever, but. If I'm constantly living with anxiety, if I'm constantly living mm-hmm. worried, if I'm constantly living angry or resentful, that it reflects what I believe mm-hmm. about God, right? Yes. It's yeah. not just desire. It's not just obvious sin yes. that we talk about, but it's the little things of, a- am I choosing to believe that like, you know, he, he sent his son to die on a cross for me, rose three days later. Like he sent his son for me because I couldn't pay it and he knew it and he was like, layup like you know (laughs) you know what I'm saying but it's like wow like God thank you but like let's not get lost in that like how I live is a reflection of what I believe about him and it may sound like you said Mm -hmm. this whole book is confronting and it's funny because you used to talk about um people who like just hit you with the bible and stuff like that but ain't nothing more than I love a sermon that's hitting me with the bible (laughs) because you know what she does it with such grace and truth as it should be and she also does it like I'm sure she's speaking to herself through all of this like yeah because she's writing something that she already knows yes. so she yeah. was confronted She's first lived. before even writing yes. <laughs> that's good I want to go on that same page page 51 where it says Ooh. if he is just love and not judge which is which is no love at all really then mm. we we can rebel without ac- accountability this is the pseudo freedom that sinners prefer life on their terms heaven and hell at the same time if we are brave enough to actually believe that God is who he says he is, we are left with one choice. Worship. Worship. If, <laughs> God, if God can sing, then he can sing against you. If he can sing against you, shouldn't that make him the most trustworthy being there? So if he's singing, if he's holy, then you should trust him and not right. anything else. Right. If he could, he, w- he wouldn't be God. And that's what she ends up saying. And it's true. Mm-hmm. And then um, towards more towards the bottom where she's referencing Deuteronomy 32, 4. The rock, his work is perfect. Mm-hmm. For all his ways are justice. A God of faithfulness without iniquity. Without iniquity. Just, just and upright he is. Mm. And then um, she goes to Exodus and says... What God has commended, he himself embodies God, God honors. God is life giving. Mm. God is covenant keeping. God takes what he what his what is his and gives it away. God tells Mm. the truth. God is content, never needy for anything. 
only jealous for our whole heart to have and to hold. Read that next part. Um, God's perfection is, in fact, what we want most in our neighbors. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. So it's because we've been talking. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking. Go ahead. No, like, oh, it's just so good. And it's it's true. We We desire to have that love from our neighbors, mm-hmm. from everybody. But because we don't, right? And because we don't have that same experience with everyone else, for some reason we think God is the same mm. as us. Well, we try and uh, it's it's in one of the, the three book collection from A.W. Tozer where he talks about a God-sized void. It was him or it was C.S. Lewis, one of those. I read both of them. Um, but in Ecclesiastes, how we just said it, he says eternity in the human heart, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like all of us, the filling is us just trying to fill that eternity in the human heart. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you understand that what he has set eternity in the human heart? You are trying to place very temporary things in a spot that's only meant to hold eternity. Like, what are you, you're going to keep feeling it. Uno se desgasta. And like you said, we expect it in our neighbors. We expect it in our jobs. We expect it in, um, I don't know, the hobbies that we decide to pursue. Mm -hmm. Like we expect perfection in certain things because there's some, there's a validation or some sense of, what is it? I don't know if it's peace or something, but we try to fill it. Yeah. They're like, I need to get something out of this. Mm-hmm. And, God's yeah. like, and the thing is that we are looking for what. Okay, let me see how I can explain this. <laughs> we are looking for what we want from the wrong source. Oh, yes. So we're looking for love. Mm-hmm. We're looking for someone who is perfect. Mm-hmm. We're looking for a perfect relationship. We are looking for that perfect friend. We're looking for that perfect father. We're looking for that perfect mom, for the perfect siblings. We're looking for everything to be perfect, everyone to be good. Mm-hmm. But the only good is God. God. So if you're looking those yes. on people, on people, if you're looking it somewhere else that is not God, you're never gonna find it. You you're gonna be disappointed yeah. by people. Right. And that's the whole thing of the book. The, on, the we need to trust God because He's the only one who will never disappoint us. Yeah. Because yep. He's good. He's perfect. Yeah. Everything that he does is perfect. Yeah. Yes. But if you are looking for love in someone else, you're going to get disappointed. Oh, bro. And and then yes. forget about it because it's like when we it comes to people and not just jobs, like you expecting God out of other people. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. just take something out of you, but it takes something out of that person mm-hmm. because the amount of weight that you put on that person mm-hmm. to carry basically like your source like for them to be the source of your happiness and it's like if there's one thing i've learned and it's like you have to be whole you have to be filled from the source because if not you're going to not only be you know drinking from the rest of the other people Mm -hmm. but like honestly like draining from other Mm. people like you're going to be a leech Mm -hmm. you know and 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 to be able to learn that and come to that realization with yourself of it's like am i going to spend the rest of my life being a leech you know like the source is eternity like he set eternity in the human heart mm-hmm. i come to him like come to the source like to fill that mm-hmm. don't go to people to like you said love you know mom dad like the parent thing that's a little bit more difficult because it's like we have this expectation of how a parent should be and yeah. they should set that example of what god is for us but it's like our parents are not perfect mm-hmm. you know and and sometimes i have made this argument and i'll talk about it and an episode that's going to be called the father's love with Maria. 
but I feel like sometimes I don't want to have the expectation of what a dad is or have a dad in my life because I'm going to place an expectation of perfection on mm -hmm. you. Yeah. You know, I'm going to expect I need a dad to be a dad. The one that you see in the Disney Channel movies, the one that you <laughs> see on those TikTok videos that make you want to cry <laughs> or something like that. Like I want this perfection and I have to remove that because it's like the source of all my joy is God. Amen. And that is enough. That is enough. Amen. Yeah. God is enough. No. God is enough. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know. Moment of worship. <laughs> Shout out Lecrae. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, like beginning, beginning. Oh, OG. Yeah. OG. Oh, She's yeah. a throwback. And, and before we move on, so <laughs> there's a chapter, I think chapter six. We're not going to go there yet, but just mention it. Oh, we can. No, that's okay. Cause that's where, what time we are, are we at? We are I don't know. We like 43 minutes. We You're oh, wow. Lying. There is <laughs> so much in this book, you guys. You guys need to buy this book. Like, just buy it because we're not going to go through everything we can say. So go ahead and share chapter six. Yeah, we're not even chapter three yet. No, oh, okay. no. So just mentioning it's the same thing that we're talking about the source and when we're looking for things in the wrong source. She talks about idolatry. Mm. Mm -hmm. And idolatry is when you change, the when you give something the place in your life that God mm. should have. Mm. So she explains perfectly how you are going to get disappointed by the things that you, that are your idols. Yep. Mm. Yes. Whatever it is, you're going to get disappointed because they are like, dice que son como cisternas rotas, que they store water. Yeah. But the only one who is able to store wa living water and will never run out of it is God. Amen. But we make our idols look like they are storing water, oh. but they're going to, run out of water yeah. at some point. Yeah. But you got a moment and they're not going to have anything to give you. Exactly. And that's where you're going to be disappointed because exactly. you change your view. Yes. Wow. I'm so glad you brought that up because in chapter four, I believe it is, I believe it's chapter four, she's talking about, you know, the golden calf and mm. how people create their own idols. And already I'm just like, <laughs> even before she goes in, right, I'm just like, wow, people created these gods mm -hmm. in the image of something god has already created which is the animal yeah and i'm like so you're saying your god is the god most high when the image that it is is what god created as you know what's Ooh. living you know what i'm saying yeah. what verse is that is that they started to worship created things over like their creator oh that's uh, mm. i know i know what you're talking about i can't quote it but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so she goes on to say in chapter four, and if I look for it, it's going to, I'm going to tell because I have everything fully highlighted. <laughs> but fully she highlighted. goes on to say like these gods that they worship, they weren't, they're not living. They don't have eyes to see, ears to hear, mouths to speak. So how could they say that they see there's something bad coming? How yep. could they say that they are fully all knowing mm -hmm. when they were created by the hands of man? Yeah. In this chapter... I'm like, oh, and it, she says it way better than I did. You guys, yeah. you got to go back. This, cha this chapter was, I think, my second favorite. Because it, I, I was talking... Four? Yeah, chapter four. And I, I, when I was talking to Annalie, we were sharing, Who's your, what's your favorite <laughs> chapter so far? She was saying, oh, chapter two. I was like, no, chapter <laughs> five. But I think it depends. And that's a good thing that we are here discussing yeah. and talking about it. Because everyone has a different perspective. Mm. And... Because we all come from different backgrounds. Yeah. So God talks to us in different ways. And we are reading the same book, he but yeah, we are getting different perspectives. Yeah. So the idolatry one, 
brought back all the memories because I was born and raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised Catholic into I accepted Christ when I was like 14, 13, maybe. I accepted Jesus, I think, at 15. 14, yeah. 15. So it brought me back the memories of when I had idols. Mm-hmm. So back there, just yes. context. Yeah, I know what you're back no. there in my country, my city. Santos. Yeah, we have the Santos. Cuba we too, have everything. Bro, yes, same. But in my city, it's not like because all the Catholics, they have all the Santos and whatever. Yeah. But my city, they have a specific yes. Virgen, yep. which is like La Patrona and of the city. they have to give them food and flowers or whatever on their birthday. Yeah, and no, like it's that. not only that, but the that idolatry becomes not only religion, but part of the culture yes. so you grow up With worshiping that virgen virgen de la chinita yeah and my you grow up was, yeah my yeah learning that she's a real one like there's god but you know that's la madre de dios so you gotta believe in her too oh yeah love you. and that confronted me a lot because she's exposing why you are not supposed to believe in other yes idols of gods that not god himself yeah yes because you are trying to get what you what is good for you so you can make it convenient to make it convenient for you so i love that and we'll get into that but it says a real god can be made a real god makes oh yes i never read that a that's true. So why will you believe in something that someone created? Yes. If I created an image of Santa Yesenia, I took a picture <laughs> of her, and now I'm selling as Santa Yesenia, <laughs> why will I believe in Santa Yesenia? You should believe in me, the one who created yes. Santa Yesenia instead. Right. Exactly. And that and that's exactly what I was saying with chapter, I think it was four or five. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly where I was going at. It's like, when she puts it like that, I'm like, bruh. <laughs> for real and uh, i love that we're talking about idolatry i found the verse it's romans 1 uh 21 i'm going to start 21 and then go to 25 for although they knew god they neither glorified him as god nor gave thanks to him but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened although they claimed to be wise they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal god for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things Ooh. rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. Amen. Wow. It's, just, it's easier to believe in something yeah. that you can see it's and that you understand because you created it. Yeah. And you can control in some sense. Porque si tú tienes una santa para el ombligo, para la mano, para el trabajo, para la comida, or something like yeah. that. Like, you're just going, you're like, okay, I go to this specific one for this and this specific mm-hmm. one for that. Like, there's an, a controlling <laughs> aspect to it, and it goes back to, to the good thing. And it's like, if all these santos were good, by whose standard were they good? Yes. Because we three were, got a different perspective from yes. different parts of the mm-hmm. book. How can you not think that someone decided that santo was good? Yes. According to what standard? Girl, yeah. it goes back to literally you just said it. It's because it's something they can control. What did the serpent tell Eve? That she was going to be just yeah. like God. It's that control that yeah, we desire. Jackie uh, spoke about it in yes. chapter one. Yes. How, I don't know how long, I'm really 
in my notes, but it, it, this is why the book said, I don't know how long she did deny the tree's hand. She's talking about if refusing to lie in perceived goodness, but however long it was, disobedience was owed to her faith in what God said about it, meaning that she knew she was avoiding it from that fruit because she she believed that what God said was true, meaning that if they eat from that fruit, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then she said her subjective, subjective thoughts and feelings about the tree didn't determine the tree's quality mm-hmm. or if it was morally acceptable because God's work is what really gave the tree as of limits, meaning God was the one who said you cannot eat from that tree. Mm-hmm. So what she thinks, it doesn't matter. It's what God says. Exactly. But then, regardless of how it might look or how it might taste or, or the real of the real of her affection for it, it was a de- it was as deadly as the devil who came into the garden with questions. Mm-hmm. So what the devil did was she came to her and tricked her into thinking that God was lying. Oh. Yeah. So she, the devil made her change her perspective of God and that he may so he may if believe that he that God was a liar mm. so when you change your perspective of who God is Ooh. then everything changes the way that you act changes because if he's a liar why do I have to follow what he's mm-hmm. asking me to do right. mm-hmm. so I start doing what I want because now I know the truth mm. but who am I to determine what is truth or not Ooh. if God created me then who am I to tell my creator what is truth or not? Right. So good, you guys. (laughs) I swear I want to keep going. Wait, there's one more thing. I was like, because uh, what was his name that reached for the veil, but the veil was to not be touched? I don't know. Usa? Usa. It was Usa. Yes. And he reached for the veil because it was going to fall. I got Mm -hmm. it. But when he touched the veil, he died. Yeah. Mm. And so David got mad. Yes, it was yes. talking about um, we don't only see transcendence on the mouths of worshipers or on the front ends of prayers to God for help. After God does deliver, such as in the case of God's deliverance of Israel from Egypt, after the fact, praise is given to the distinctiveness of God again, seeing that there is nobody and no one who can do things God can do, like cause an entire community of people to walk through a sea on dry land. Um, and then it says it references references exodus fifteen eleven. but the part that i was thinking about where it says on page 73 it goes devoid of all we reach behind the veil too quick to even notice the yes. disrespect yeah. we enter the holy of holies and treat the mercy seat like a footstool as if god really needed us to oh he doesn't need us right so and it's like in a sense it's like i understand probably where Uza was coming like oh i respect god and da 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 right but we shouldn't have reached there anyways god doesn't need defending god God isn't, isn't, doesn't depend on Mm -hmm. us. There's no reason to depend on us. So he should have just trusted that he was. Yeah. Yeah. And this is chapter five. And she's talking about that. God is just. Yes. The justice of God. So she's talking, if God is holy, he has to be just too. Meaning he has to do whatever he has to do to remain holy. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's what was happening with Usa. When he reached to grab the ark, he died. Yeah. Because God holiness yeah. no puede soportar that some sinner is yeah. grabbing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that we we lower God to our standards. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, Jackie is telling us, he, she's giving us the backstory about Usa. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the ark, before going back to Jerusalem when David ordered it, 
the ark was hidden in a house. Se llamaba Obededon, the person that had the ark in, her, in his house. And th mm -hmm. that was Usa's father. Mm -hmm. yes. So what she's saying is that Usa was so used to having the ark in his house Ooh. that he started treating the ark of the presence of God Ooh. like it was something common. He like I see it every day in my living room. He lost the actual meaning, the importance. Yes. See, that's what we do with the presence we of God. Yeah, we, we do. We lose our sense of reverence. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, man. Even at church, we get used to going every single week at church that mm -hmm. we forget about the main thing why, the main reason why we go to church, that is to worship yeah. God. And that it's a privilege yes. yeah. to be able to worship him. There's people that can't. Bro, sit here, talk about this openly, not have to hide or anything yeah. like that. Yes. I'm like, I was getting frustrated, not yeah, I was getting frustrated last night because I was trying to set this up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like everything. <laughs> este, but I'm like, God, I'm like, why am I getting, like, agitada? Mm -hmm. I was like, I get to sit all day and talk about you. Exactly. I was like, wow. You know? And and then it brings to mind, like, it's like, yeah, that sense of reverence. And we lose, yeah. wrap it back to episode one, my sensitivity. Mm -hmm. I never want to lose my sensitivity. Yes. Yep. Remove the lights. Remove the camera. Remove yeah. the lights. It doesn't matter. We have the ability. Yeah. To rejoice in God. Yeah. And to speak about him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but before we go, I really want to yes, say yes. something about chapter six, which was my <laughs> yes, favorite. Yes, we, yes. we don't have time to get there. Yes. But just so this one is called Holy Vision. And the reason why I say it's my favorite one is because it talks about how if God is holy, but we are called to, to be holy like him. Mm -hmm. Paul says, be holy because I am holy, because God is holy. So be like me. Take me as an example of holiness, because mm. God is holy. So if we are called to holiness, how can we get there? Mm. And that's something that we it, it's talk about a lot at church. Mm -hmm. Be holy, be holy, holiness, and everything. But what is really to be holy, or yeah. how do we get there? Yeah. The thing is that I think that we have this pre pressure every time we go to church to be perfect. Mm. to have no sin, mm -hmm. to be blameless. Mm. And yeah, we are being called to be set apart. We, that's the meaning of holy, holy. Mm -hmm. set apart. Mm -hmm. But we are trying to be holy, not using the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit, God, is the source of the holiness. Amen. So if God and the Holy Spirit is the source of the holiness, but sometimes we don't realize that we try to get to holiness by our own means. Ooh. Meaning we try to be perfect. Yeah. We, we, maybe if I'm still sinning because I didn't read the Bible enough. So we start reading more of the Bible. Yeah. Or maybe I didn't pray enough. Lean so we like start praying a lot. <laughs> and we are leaning to our understanding how we think mm -hmm. we can get to holiness. But if we don't open our hearts to the Holy Spirit to have a relationship, have a relationship and really work on us, we will never get to holiness. Ooh. And that's, I I couldn't let this episode end without Whoa! talking about it. Cause no, you know what? I love that because you know what? It's application at the end, yeah. like you said, that you were like, okay, you're building this up. But at the end, you're like, this is how I Yeah, because we have this pressure of being perfect and we get discouraged when we are not perfect, because yeah. when I read the Bible and it says, be holy because I'm holy, I'm like, 
God, but there's no way I can be holy because yeah. I fail every single day. Right. Yes. So every time I fail, they get discouraged because I'm not being yeah. holy as God yeah. is calling me to be. Or otros, why even try? Yeah. yeah. But we forget that he is a source of holiness. Amen. So the only way that we can be holy is through him, through the Holy Spirit. And we were, we were having a class at Mostaza, which is a Bible Institute for okay, church okay. that was about the Holy Spirit. And I get to realize, like, it opened my eyes because we always are talking about Jesus and about God. Mm. But we forget about the Holy Spirit. Ooh. At church, we can mention him. We can talk about it. Yeah. But we never realize that Holy Spirit is the one that is living inside us. Yeah. Holy Spirit is the one that is here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So we Amen. forget about it. Mm. And we try by our own means to get to the holiness so <laughs> yeah it's really important to understand that the holy spirit is a person it's not an energy it's not the universe yes. no sort of yes, chakras <laughs> the holy spirit is a person yes and it's living yeah who is part of the trinity he's a third one but that doesn't mean that he's the least important yes he is the one who is living inside of you he's the one who can provide the holiness to you Amen. so if you open your heart to the Holy Spirit, he's going to make you holy. It's not going to come from you. It's not going to come from you. Stop sinning. Yeah. Because if you're waiting for you to stop sinning, that's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. God is going to make you holy. The Holy Spirit is going to start working on you. And he's going to, and the book talks about, it. I don't want to get too deep into it, but the book <laughs> also talks about um, being reborn, having a new life in Christ. Yeah. When our old creature dies, and now we have this mm -hmm. love for being holy now mm -hmm. so that's why we need the holy spirit because the holy spirit is the only one who can change your heart yeah and now makes you one what is holy yeah Amen. so yeah wow. i didn't want to let this episode go that, without that, that part because so that good. was my favorite part that's like the best way right i was like you know what that was the best part we're gonna cut yeah. everything before that and just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Bobby. No, thank you for <laughs> thank you very much. Thank, thank you very much for inviting me. No, it was it, funny. Honestly, like, I love, um, like, just how passionate, like, we all are about this book. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm mindful of who I read just because some Christian authors are a little cheesy. But Jackie, bro, I know this ain't sponsorable. But I know you might not <laughs> this girl. Jackie, sponsor us, please. <laughs> What is it that they call the picture on the thumb YouTube? Clip, thumb oh, or okay. thumbnail. 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 Oh, yeah. thumbnail. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, Jesus, we're going to ask you to pray us out. Okay. So let's go. All right. Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you for allowing us to be here and just talk about you, talk about this book. Thank you, God, because you give us the tools that we need in order to understand more, more of you and your holiness. Thank you, God, for Jackie, for the word and the teaching and the way that she's able to teach us about you, God. Thank you now, because we through her now, we are able to learn more about you. And we bless her, God. We ask you that you remind us that you are holy, that you are good, that you're the only one that we can trust, because you are holy, and there's no way you can fail us. Mm -hmm. That you are the standard by why we, we should measure everything else. Mm -hmm. Please, God, we ask you that, Or side never moves, moves away from you. No deje que nuestro corazón empiece a definir la, otras cosas por otras personas o otras cosas. We ask you, God, for you. We give you the place that you deserve in our hearts. 
and we ask you that you make us holy as you are. Help us want more of you and help us understand that you, the Holy Spirit, is the one that can work on us so we can be holy as you. Thank you, Jesus, because you are so good. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Love y'all. <laughs> All right, guys, we love you very much. Please leave us a Thank question. You. Thank you for and having Mr. me Bobby will be back. Ooh. Um, not just for book talk, but something else, too. Yes. Um, but, yeah, guys, we love you. See you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.